Oh, that's perfect timing for the Yep, yep. Do your intro. Yeah. All right. Aloha, Kako. Welcome, everybody, to the Stay Hilo podcast. Stay Hilo. It's either a reminder, if you'd like to give it out, or it's a statement, if you know where you stay. And then lastly, it's a lifestyle, but you can choose between the two. So, obviously, we're here at Kaipalawa. We're Hilo One. And we want to make sure that we uh, put together the right amount of people. So today we have Kaui Kanakaole. Aloha Kako. Of Alakukui. And then obviously. Of, of Hana. No, you got to finish. <laughs> you got to finish where she's from. How special this lady is. Thank you, Mr. Give Reed. her some. I know she's your cousin, but don't sell her short. Exactly. Say the accreditations. Uh, how about you take over the, take over the introduction? Exactly. <laughs> This beautiful Hawaiian lady here right. with us tonight, right. wearing one kene kene le, the hair nice, speaking, everything. She's from Hana, beautiful family, son, daughter, husband is awesome. That's because he was in our house. That's right. I came to your house Having and some I shots. drank shots of chili pepper water and Mahalo. tequila. Yes. That's what it's all about. Sheldon Simeon's chili pepper shots. Another wonderful Hilo guy. Exactly. Stay Hilo. Yeah. So... She is with us. And then I just met this lovely lady tonight. Aloha, aloha. And this is the sister. Also, where do you live? Volcano. Oh, I like volcano too. <laughs> oh, that's a, a real reminder that glowing right there every day. And then we have uh, Casey Halpern, executive chef. I would say he's the owner already of Cafe Pesto. Owner. He honestly is one of the best at using local products out of all the chefs here on Big Island. He's one of the best. You can see it all over his menu, not just because he uses my pork in there, because he does. But Cause cause it's the best pork. It is. Oh, I think, hey, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Mahalo. 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 Naturally <laughs> raised. Um, but... You know, Casey is really taking control, and he's worked from the bottom to the top, right? Started off as a dishwasher as a young kid and made it all the way. He's running the show over there, and he wow. really does a good job. Um, definitely one of the best restaurants in Hilo. And like I said, he uses local products, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Impressive. And then there's me who, you know, just listens to my dad, and then I do whatever my dad Shut says. Shut the hell up. No. This is Kuhao, so <laughs> Right. This Kuhao. Yeah, he sells himself short. Even though he's the tallest <laughs> in the room. Actually, right. you, you might oh, be taller. Oh, She's taller than you. We're going to have some other Kamakoles oh, over here right now. My. Not only has tremendous genetics. <laughs> the best. Kuhao, but the design and mind frame and mindset to overcome big goals. Like big goals. partnering with Nike. Big goals. You're from Hilo and you partnered with Nike. You made the jerseys of the Oregon Ducks football team. I don't even watch football, but that game, I'd watch them. <laughs> Cheering them on, just Did hoping just nobody gets CTE. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like brain damage. I see them hitting. They hit hard. They hit hard over there. Wow. Yep. College so. football, I'm sorry. And, and what about those shoes? Go in. Go in. Tell us about those. So. Tell us about those. <laughs> <laughs> those come <coughs> Sandals. 
uh, or, or you know, affectionately called Mandos. And currently, right now, it's Mandel season right now. It's heavy Mandel oh, season. Yeah. Gotta get those Velcro straps. I'm down tight. So this could be actually Mandalay Bay. Yes. I mean, Mandalay Bay, Mandalay Bay. No, right now. recently, now think about trying to go to Nike and say, "I got an idea for designs." <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Just check, call them. Hi, uh, Aloha. This is Nike. This is the front desk. Yeah, can patch me into the boss. Can you imagine trying to get a hold of somebody at Nike to make your own exactly. shoes, exactly. to make your own sound, to make anything with anything. them? How do you do it? I mean, like, dude, what I- you do? <laughs> Aloha, Sig Aloha. Designs. Sig Zane Designs. Where are you from? Hilo. Where? Kelka, Kelka, Kelka. Big Island. Uh huh. Yeah, I got an idea for a shoe, <laughs> and then they let you in. They Somehow let you they in. let you in. They let you in. Really, I don't know. Maybe it's the looks. Um, we'll dashing, maybe, dashing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was mm-hmm. the height. Maybe it was the talents. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was that smooth voice. Or maybe you know, just, I try to be. Maybe he's just that good. <laughs> maybe he's just that good. The design eye is of the highest level. Right. Of the highest <laughs> level. It's just of the highest level. And and this is why, honestly, I'm so happy to be here because I just came back from Molokai or Molokai. And I asked some Molokaiians what they rather, Molokai or Molokai. And they say Molokai. Yes. And the Ollies is Molokai. That's what they say. The the old style, but everybody's Molokai. But And that's cool. Cool. That's fine. I love it. I love knowing. Exactly. First of all, if you don't know about Molokai, you know my friends Molokai, uh, you can... Never mind. No, no, no. But... Unless you take it there, no go. Because... There's a different mind frame of Molokai, and we're talking about the highest level. You're at the highest level in design. There's no more higher levels. And Molokai is at the highest level, to me, in ingredients. Oh. Ingredients. And cliffs. They have some of the best ingredients. The Inamona. Right. Even the fish that come up. I'm not even going to say them. Yeah. No, you cannot. But even the thing, but the other place I get that feeling is in Hana. Hana has that same, still yet, the old style feeling where... I would say Hana is like the, that's like the internet between uh, Big Island, Hana, then you go to Molokai after that. Right. Yeah, that's the internet right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You got to have Wi-Fi. Right yeah. You know what, because when, when we was in Hana that one time I got to go, and I, that's, that's my favorite thing about HIR is it The only thing I regret stay. is exactly. that your shorts was higher than mine. Oh, I come with high shots. <laughs> <laughs> the highest. I come with high shots. And guess what? I go Hana Lee with high shots. Can be plaid, can be everything. I, I get long strikes. I get yeah. long strikes. I let them go. You know, I long torso, short legs. That's what I get. I get on super long torso, but short legs. Unreal. So I gotta wear high shots to make my legs look more long. It's okay. That's the secret. If you get, if out there, if you get on long torso and short legs, Charlie, 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 Charlie. So this guy Charlie, he is a very talented brother. Um, you know. One holy guy from San Francisco. Oh, in San Francisco, but he was there at Apple in the early days. A very smart, intelligent guy gives very good. Um, is that know, the f- futurist? He is a futurist, but that's the kind. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's amazing. You know what he talked about, and I see it happening. He talked about the dollar amounts to data. Ooh, and and how. Data from your cell phone. So, like, if you have 
the Geico app. Yeah. If you have the Geico app. It's gathering app, data. It's gathering data. How you drive even. How many yeah. stops. How jerky you are. These kind of things. Where you go. What websites you check. What you do. They can figure out everything. You know what I mean? From that, from that data. And he's, he was saying that there's value in that to companies. So they'll, they're going to start purchasing that. So like this universal income stuff might be a way. Well, Charlie is from Austria. <coughs> Oh, Charlie yeah, yeah, yeah. is not from San Francisco. No, but that's where he was working, obviously. <coughs> Same. But yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, keep going. Kona oneha no. Okay, it so was we're so, so smart. But anyway, when I got to Hana, your husband was talking about when the Akuli school comes into the bay. Mm. It reminded me of Molokai, and I was like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about short shorts. Short, he's good short shorts. Short torso. Give him the short shorts. Same. It's a it's a, it's sin- a solution. It's a solution. It's a syndrome. Yes. Uh-huh. It's an ailment. Same. <laughs> it's all. It's terrific. It is. But he was talking about that, and I was like, "Oh, they know," because that's what you do on Molokai. You just look, and like, "Oh, the second bay had the, the school." And, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. We pipe by into a net yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Then we make poke for the party. Like was like that. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. It just <laughs> felt so real. And you know, like when I I was the MC for my my uh, niece's grad party, so I first thing was like I had to congratulate them. You know, like man, this is awesome. But at the same time, it's hard. You know, like um, you watch the TV show alone, Casey. I talked to you about it before. Oh, where yeah, they're way up, a show right there, right? Where they're way up in the boonies, hundred days, and you're surviving, and yeah. it's difficult. If you make a scale from where we're at to where alone is at. Molokai falls in the middle of there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. As in, mm-hmm. you got to gather. Things are expensive. There's, there's, there's but obstacles. They, but they handle that with no show. Thank you don't need the show. But we do those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, it's we regular. <laughs> we was just talking about that. We was talking about yeah. <clears throat> yes, I mean, yes. I mean, I try to raise pigs every day. It's, it's tough. Our chat. Okay, so we was we supposed to have the official opening of this, which is supposed to be in Kealoha of the um, of oh, the yeah. drink of choice tonight. So tonight, j- drink of choice is uh, thanks to George Clooney. We're not sponsored, but we take sponsorships if anything. <laughs> so this is Pasamikos <laughs> Tequila, and I just like to say, Kealoha. Kealoha. You. Thank you for everybody. Cheers. Coming down tonight. The older George Clooney gets, the more handsome he gets. No, that's like a, Kuhala, my dad Kuhala's, was a handsome guy. You, his dad? My dad. Your dad was handsome? I miss my dad. And he's handsome? Wow. Yeah. It's, Look, it's, looks more like your brother then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but we should, re- we should remember our, the people before us, right? Oh, yeah, 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 no, that's right. That's important. Awesome. You got to bring yes. up the genealogy of where you came from. So, as far as your dad is concerned, give him a little bit of story. Yeah. Break into it a little bit. Tell yes. Us. No, I just feel like as he got older and he, he passed away of Alzheimer's, so like he became a baby again. He was born, we were born on Oahu, and my grandpa came to Hawaii in 1912 oh, wow. on a boat. from like, He was from South Africa via New York. Yeah. But, um, and my great-grandpa was the accountant at... Helco on Oahu in like nineteen twelve. Cool. So they got off this boat, like he got offered the job off the boat and he just moved to Hawaii. 
Oh, that's a huge yeah. journey. They like must the have fa- judged that one off of the looks, though. Guaranteed. I guarantee the guy was handsome. Be like, you, get in you this know, building. Yeah. And then my family grew up on Oahu. Wow. Yeah. And my grandpa, How like... you hired? He used to carry out a surfboard in Waikiki. My grandma had... And they used to surf um, the kind queens. And he did take mangoes from Kalani Aniole's <laughs> mango tree, and he got in trouble. Ah, Kalani Aniole scolded him. I guess it's just part of the way. It's a cool know, story. Yeah. yeah, it is. Like they did. <coughs> yeah, but we all have our history, and we just gotta work together on the future. You know, that's exactly. the thing. Yeah, and Hawaii is a very precious place. You know, there's a there's a difference. Like nothing against. You might have to edit this because, like, I know the, there's important I people. I no editing. No, no, no. But, <laughs> like, I, I went to Utah recently, and I love to ask great questions, you know, like, oh, I see it's booming, the real estate. <laughs> you know, how come? You guys, you guys like it? You know, what you, what you guys think? And to them, it's like, oh, it's an opportunity. They're making money. Utah people. Utah people. Okay. And I go... What about like the changes? Like, oh yeah, like we're gonna get a new store, we're gonna get a new this. And I go, what about like you guys water? You guys get enough water? All the people? Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, I think so. You know, I mean, they have no, no sense of mm. of that part. And I, wow, why you need water for life? Oh. You, you know, like absolutely. But you know, <clears throat> I think that's the difference. They're. It's a different breed in a sense, like a golden retriever is very loyal. <laughs> well, those, right? Those They're so sweet. Right nice, good. Yeah. Golden retrievers. Yeah. 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 Know about the place, protective. And when Chihuahua. Oh, you're cool. Or loyal to one person, or they're just different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different makeup, but the same thing. They all can breed. You can get one Chihuahua Golden Retriever. Mm -hmm. Funny looking, long haired (laughs) thing, but it's a mix of now that idea. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think it's the same. And I think as you stay in a place long enough, hundreds of years, thousands in one spot, you're Mm -hmm. stuck. Then you start to get a sense of place. And I think well, in your guys, like, when you guys dance hula, there's always a sense of place, and that's something like, I'm learning about. No, I think that that's something that my mom actually talks about. She says that, like, when you're at a place for that long, literally the experiences that your previous generations had in that same place gets ingrained into your DNA. And so that's why you have these slight little inklings that just lean to much more of a capacity of the area that you're in. Mm. And so that's why, you know, you have that understanding. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's understandable. I like to travel. You know, the, I enjoy traveling. It's got to be 100% believable because there's <laughs> elephants, right? Elephants yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. We're humans. We're like the next level. Well, like Kupuna traveled, you know. They did travel. Specific so. ones that would make it onto the canoe, though. Right. And, and so you got to ask that question. Because they were smart travelers. Yeah. yeah. They were smart travelers. <clears throat> so as far as that is concerned, Casey, you know, like, you made it all the way to Hilo, and then we have Cafe Pesto now, which... Um, 
which for some reason I have like creative block whenever I have to order and I always just go to the risotto chicken. Like I have creative block, literally. Like you ask me the question, like what I'm gonna get? I'm like on, yeah, on risotto chicken. Yeah, yeah, no, salmon Alfredo on the side. I do risotto chicken. That's all I like. So yeah. that said, as far as like um, you know, being in Hilo during this time period and being in Hilo as being raised. How do you feel it has influenced what you do currently? It could be everything from like losing one slipper to making a specific choice on an ingredient or whatever you think. This is the question you ask every time. I, I said, yeah. I'm going to ask this question to everybody because this, this podcast is called Stay Hilo. So, you know, we've got to make sure that we include Hilo into the influences. I think Hilo is hard because like you think about tsunamis and loss like what happened in this town oh. you gotta be cognizant of the fact that any amount of people you bring downtown yeah. at any moment a massive earthquake anyway, is it true is that true <laughs> what i'm saying is like could could no, what about that wall though it can't stop something the survival of hilo is amazing the big island and the survival of hilo like the big island is so intense because I grew up on Oahu and it was interesting, you know, like like one of the best memories I have of my dad was him bodyboarding Makapu'u and it was like five feet and like I didn't have school that day and he took me with him and then I stood on the beach and like man, he was probably going like 30 miles an hour. Wow. But Oahu... It's awesome, but like when I came here, like the lava makes it way more intense. Like, cause when I came here, it was like '87, and then Kalapana just started right after that, right? And then that was just like a trip. Like, and then 2018 eruption. So right now, I'm telling you, the skies are telling you right now that. Pink skies, you better be careful. Pink skies. No, yeah. Oh, the You're pink right. skies? At sunset, right? Yeah. At sunset. Yeah. Cool. No, we uh, see them all the way in Hana, too. You know, those pink so skies. Some, yeah. some Hilo legends just pulled up, if you can Hi. hear a rustling. Sony! Sony and Mark Pomonsky, legends. Real Hilo chefs. <laughs> Drink. Oh, you're so strong. <laughs> yes. So right now in, in this room, we got like the best of the best in Hilo. Yes. The best of the best in Hilo. Mark and Sony. <laughs> Haven't seen you guys forever. Oh, yeah. I know. I love it. Dude, pull up a, pull up a couch. Pull up a big, big chair over there. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, Casey. Hilo. No, but Hilo is amazing. Like, blue and gold. Okay. Hilo's colors. Yes, yes. It's blue and gold. Okay, Hilo high. Blue and gold. Sunrise is golden. And the, the sea is blue. Honoka, green and white. Green and gold. Green and gold. Green and gold. Don't do that. I bleed. Okay. Green and gold. Okay, Waikea, blue and white, is because the sky and Mauna Kea with the snow. Is that Waikea? Yeah. I was a Meniuni, Waikea Waina. I was Waikea. I don't have a farm lot. But 
I don't know. I didn't know that. That's why they named it from the skies. But Hilo is really blue and gold and silver. When the, the, the sun hits the, yeah. the ocean. Yeah. And the morning in the sky. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, I think the, the, the best lifestyle in the world had to have been the right before like contact right when the population on the islands were about like 100,000 like if you think about in the as the population climbed in Hawaii from 200 or whatever it started at yeah yeah as it climbed where in that timeline were humans at optimum everything yeah you know what i mean like yeah. if you could figure out in that timeline when the population of big island was maybe like 80,000 and was just perfectly humming because mm-hmm. there was a period guaranteed oh yeah perfect harmonious had the right cheese had the right everything all the food was the best right 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 there had to have been a time like if you think about it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if it's 300,000 statewide every island has the perfect amount yeah maybe they were super vicious you know like the rules yeah but to try, they were trying to keep it knowing that if it got more, it became that, or it got less, and it would not be not have enough. Like right now, Hawaii, we don't have enough people to work for how much people are coming in. In our case, you're having this problem. I just was talking to another guy that has it's running a restaurant, Bradley. It's just tough to keep everybody working. <coughs> Everybody's short staffed right now. Right. It's really like impossible to even. It's a nationwide thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah nature of mine. It is. Short staffing and there's people that Oh, yeah, everybody wants PPP. That messed it up, yeah? Yeah. Because PPP gave, like, because PPP gave this, like, opportunity to be able to hire a bunch of people, but they had to spend it within a certain amount of time. It was weird. Yeah, no, and then, like, if you're going to use it, you want to hire these people back, but they're not really thinking about the relationships that you're building during the business. So, you know, you got to make, make up your mind at the time. Yeah, right, what you're going to do. Yeah. And I bet you there's one million versions of the idea of what they made the right call. I mean, each of us own That's businesses and yeah. run businesses. we got an all-star podcast, by the way. <laughs> this, is, th- this could have been four podcasts right here, but we decided to just have all one right now. So we just added in, of course... Mark and Sony from Moon and Turtle from episode zero. Oh, no. And we have uh, a whole... We got to go get another one. <laughs> but... Sorry. No need. Ah, yeah. Just let him no roll. <laughs> let it go. The screw came off? Yeah, the screw. It's yeah. okay. Sorry. Nope. But we just, yeah, it just got, this just got even more. It's got, it got even, even more exciting. It just got even more. This is like exciting. Oh, yeah. man. What, you had an oyster? How was that oyster? <laughs> wow. You got to sit on the, you know, uh, the freaking coal. What, what, what's on the, what's on the oyster? What do we got going on over here? You brought oysters. Yeah. Yep. I Holy brought cats. oysters over here, and I see some ikuda. I see. Come here, bro. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I don't want to take away from you guys' conversation. It's tomato oh, ponzu, tomato ponzu with uh, horseradish and uh, salmon caviar. I'm gonna have to get into. I just had one. 
Oh, wow. It's freaking amazing. You know, we... It's so good. Break your chair. <laughs> it's so good. Break my sister's chair. <laughs> Broke the chair. Broke the chair. Broke the chair. Broke the chair. She got a sitting... You got to sit in a six-zane chair. One of the best things you can eat is salmon roll and, like, fish eggs. Omegas. Omegas, yes. yes. And a bunch of whatever nutrients are in those. Holy shit. Wow, that's a good question. I'd like to hear more about what Casey has to say because I always enjoy hearing his perspective. As someone who's been business, I learned a lot about Casey. I did. Yeah. I want to ask about, okay, I want to ask about Casey's amazing tattoo on his arm of Queen Lily <laughs> Uo Kalani. Yes, yes. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful yeah. rendition of her. When was the last time you Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how it happened, but it's there, and I can only live my life for it, hoping to make her happy in a sense because it was raw. What happened at that time? Yeah. It sounds like a story, man. What happened? I don't know. I know. <laughs> well, saying, it's a cool that, story. Yeah. Okay. Can no, I no. Know. So this Look, guy like, messaged the restaurant. He says, "Oh, I'm a portrait." Tattoo artist, I'm coming to Hilo. And then I was like, okay. And then he came, and then that's what I chose. And then I don't know. Yeah, what a, it's such a great story. It's kind of romanticizing kind of thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I just don't know why, because when I got it, after I looked at it, I was embarrassed, you know, because... No, it's beautiful. No, it's beautiful. The guy it's did such a good job. He did. No, it's amazing. Like, that's an excellent <laughs> job. Yeah, Dude, yeah, you sure. guys, yeah. it's an amazing so, rendition of the queen. But I um, want to make sure that she is honored. Yeah, totally. Through our awesome. efforts. I think as a state, like even what you talk about is like Hawaii and living here and what have an honor to do is be a collective community because we are on a va'a, right? In the middle of the ocean, actually. Yeah. Like, no. you actually even, think about the people that came here. The way you design your menu, the way you purchase the goods, how you purchase it, how you get it from Kulana, they get it from me, you don't negotiate. You know what I mean? You want to pay them what it's worth. And I appreciate that because the Four Seasons and those guys on that side, not to be bad-mouthing, but they want to—they get a pat on the back when they save the hotel money versus when they help the community. And if, if the GMs over there would just... How do you change that? You just tell them. I've been trying to tell them. Like, hey, look, but instead of negotiating, every time they, like, they try to say, well, what's the best price? to say, you know what, it's not for you. I'm good. Price is out of the question, bro. You cannot... I actually told somebody that the other day. Sorry, yeah. keep going, keep going, keep going, keep no, going. No, it's the to- it's a it's just <clears throat> what it takes to do it here. Exactly. In yeah. It's not our fault. <clears throat> yeah. Things are very yeah. expensive. Ingredients are expensive. Fence posts are expensive. It's not our fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys feed is set expensive the price for us, and all we do is try and make it the cheapest for our community. That mm-hmm. we can. Sure. But we we got to keep the business going. You know yeah. I mean, it's not for free. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's why we do what we know. Yeah. And we, you know, Malama, and we make it like a uh, mahi ai. 
So what I told the what I told the um the person that was a part of the Kuhana program, shout out to Max Bukai. You and the you. Kuhana program. But you. you you literally won the the first version of that, which was the Mahiai matchup. And Whoa, second. Second, second. Second. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, first place not in business anymore. I'm I'm restated, restated. Second. No, 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 just <laughs> But I will say that um, they asked me because they have a cattle company in Kauai, and she said that you know I have um, ancestors that are tied to this place, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that's good. And then she was like, but we want to do this cattle, and I want to figure out a name that this that this whole ranch will be called, blah blah. Ooh, oh. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, you should totally do that. And then I. I said, like, hey, you know, I know this one guy. His name is Brandon Lee, who I realized did not get introduced tonight. Well, I did. I introduced myself. Needs no introduction. Very. <laughs> needs no introduction, Brandon Lee. But I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I you know. He, he does the ham akua of the hamakua area. And it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So if you ever had that bacon and you ever wanted to figure out how to not stop eating bacon, you order that one, the ham akua. Anyway, but that said, I told him, I was like, hey, bottom line is what I learned from Brandon Lee is you don't price down to your market. You price up to the land and the story that you hold. Yes. And for me, I'm like, you know what? That should be our pricing system. Never mind the market. When you land over here, that's the market. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. And that's how we got to it. Is that Cafe Peso, they understand. And even his boss understands. You know, <laughs> I'm learning this. That's what you get. I think I got another video. But even, even Dave, he understands too. And he's like willing to put it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, killer. That's the way it is. What is this? What is this? Sony brought a new bottle. Yeah, Ryan. God Ryan God. might show up at the door pretty soon. <laughs> he 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 was at Temple earlier. Oh, yeah, he, he only loaned him two hundred. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. How long that? He lasts. forgot his wallet. Ryan Kadoda forgot his wallet. Yeah, oh, right. I'm putting it on there. Ryan Kadoda forgot his wallet. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I have three hundred dollars, so I'm gonna give him two hundred. Let's see how long he lasts. Guarantee he'll be knocking on the door pretty soon. Because he wants to be a part of this. It's called FOMO. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan recommended this. It's from Italy, um, and the bottle's gorgeous. And it's, it is. It's modeled after the original bottles that were found on the site of the vineyard, like from like a long time ago. So they kind of wanted to. What is it? Uh, it's Gabi. Oh. Can I pour you some? Put it in the shot glass. Yeah, put put it in there, right there. Oh, Jesus! Huh? <laughs> we're about to move the whole bar in here. <laughs> The bottle is super nice. Yeah, it no, is. It's a super nice bottle. It's like a, it's a beautiful yellow. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to. yellow. I love when they go the extra mile and decide. No, you know what, Brad? We're not going to do a regular yeah, bottle. I've been drinking it. It's like Tuesday tastings. Tuesday tastings with Johnny Holly. Not that I'm plugging. We're tasting else. wine tonight. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little. Wow. I'm a little intimidated. Wow. This is delicious. Mm. I'm, I'm wow. a little intimidated by Johnny Holly and Brandon Lee. Oh. Yummy, yummy. I don't even want to show up. You need to come. 
It's your turn. We'll, yeah, no, we'll no, do no, champagne. That's right. I, I saw, I saw there a couple. We go. We'll do champagne on Tuesday tasting. I'm a little scared. I don't, I don't know how to Tuesdays, do it. Tuesdays, you just got to get there. I know you're busy. It's going to happen on a Tuesday at 3 o'clock. I've been watching I could have done last night. Yeah, that's what you should have done. I bought, I bought our sand. I bought my own sandal off of the Nike.com site last nice. night at 4 a.m. I stayed up till 4 a.m. Way to go, bro. Just to buy our own sandal. You know, just to participate. The consumer experience, yeah. No, do, do the, the consumer experience you know, and make sure it sells out, of course. The, <laughs> the, the, box, box, the boxing and unboxing that's such an experience. I'm sorry, but mine doesn't have a, a, a romantic unboxing experience. But I do have a sticker inside the box. So, wait, do you do, you, do they ask you what you want to put in there? Like, do, do they ask you what that should be like? They call me, they're like, Aloha 690. No, no, I'm just playing. No, it depends. How does that work? It depends on what, what I want to share. And I feel like, you know, as, wow, this is going to be real cliche right here, but I feel like as on Hawaiian, if you share the right story, they're going to want to share the story because the story, just like you said, Hawaii is a high-end brand. So just as long as you share the right story, they're going to want to share it too, no matter if it costs a budget or not. And so how do we get to that point where we share the story correctly yeah. and we share the right story that needs to be heard out there? God, I wish I knew the correct stories. You do. You know guys the gotta tell them. You, do you know guys the gotta tell stories. them way more. The people that know, they need to say more stories. At every party, the person that knows a good story, they need to share it. Yeah. Don't be shamed. Yeah. yeah. If you know the history, share it. If you know it. All I want to do is hear the story. I would just like to. State, I try to trigger it. I would just like to state that if you hear any like you know voices in the background, just listen hard. There's a lot of talented people in the room <laughs> with and only four mics. With only four mics, you know, I understand. Seven four. It's a little difficult, but that said, if you want to hear something, just listen closer. It might be there. It might be there. So that said, I want to hear the definition. And the description of Hanaku. Oh my lord. Oh, that's a horrible, that's so hard. Ah, but I want to hear it too, so go ahead. Because <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely place. Okay, so Hanaku was, um, Hanaku was a saying that we, we would say when we were young kids. So and good. when we were young, you know, we lived in Hana, like, and it was rural. Way out there in the country, we basically got... You, you always lived out there? I mean, okay, so I I was five years old when we moved back to Hana. My mom is from Hana. Wow. Her genealogy comes from Kipuhulu. My dad is from here. Mm. So we moved to Hana to, you know, live with my grandma, my mom's mom, and Malama her. So from five, I was there. That's, that's what I grew up and that's what I know. And so, growing up in Hana, going to Hana school, public school, Hana Dragons, Sick. green and gold. Yeah. Hana Dragons. It's like Hana 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 Dragons, no matter what. Gold. How <laughs> is that? Isn't that so crazy? Yes. Somebody told me that in the 1970s, the mail for Hana used to actually go to Kohala or Havi. Is that you guys shared a zip code? Oh my gosh. No, yeah. Yeah. They shared a zip code, right? So, our, it was easier. No, yeah. So, I did. I mean, Hana and so East Maui and Kohala. Yeah, we're we're similar. We're very similar. We share families. We definitely share families. The right current. You guys should be connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the two and something like male use the same zip code. Yeah. 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 Different from female. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some places you might hear clearly, but you can just ignore. Yeah, no, yeah. Just ignore some. Just ignore some, especially the ones that have the microphones to themselves. Okay, so when we were growing up in rural Hana, we would, you know, if we would have everything was hand me down. So we'd get everything from the bigger schools like Maui High mm. and Baldwin. Anything that they were, would like decommission would mm. come to Hana. So like the buses, the freaking textbooks. What? Jerks. No, like, <laughs> like you open a textbook and it would say Baldwin High School. Aye. Yeah. And we just got it. Oh, I would draw a mean thing around Baldwin. <laughs> I would make a whole design with an axe. Not anything against Baldwin. No, no yeah, no. But that's just how, you know, we would get we would get hand-me-downs. And so everything was like, you Learning know. Learning things. Like nowadays, five years earlier is different history. Right? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, never yeah. going to learn. You're still learning something that changed in the middle of totally. it. Totally. It's just a catch-up game. Yeah. So, we, so it was, I you know. I try to play it was totally kuaina, so is it, that's what it was like kuaina, and kuaina comes from the the root word kua is back and aina, so it's the backbone of the land. So we were like the backbone of the land. We we're like the back freaking country, mm-hmm. you know. Sad. Yeah. So we would get you know whatever the city guys was powered. That's what we get. And so whenever we we do anything or we get new things, it's like, oh, kuaina. We, we, you know, we're kuaina. Hana ku. Hana kuaina. So it was like this saying, like, whenever, whenever we would um, lose a game, <laughs> win a game, it was like, you know, it was kuaina. It was like hanaku. You guys are hanaku. Kuaina is just like you know, like country bumpkins, like you know, yeah. totally, yeah. But claiming so, it, yeah, yeah. Totally it was your guys' claiming. way to claim your, yeah. No, yeah, we from Hana. Well, I think yes. they got called that. Yes. Told, yeah, yeah. Well, we called ourselves yeah, hanaku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're totally hanaku. We're hana kuainas, hanaku. And but it had a negative connotation to it, you know. Yeah, but the ripple, the ripple, right? So when I when I started to get into you know like it's like a whole community that's the second child. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And a whole community is raised that way. Raised that way, and you know that's and okay with it. Proud. Whatever. Grab my brother's. Yeah. Whatever. Shoes after. On a okay, why? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's my shoes. We got, you know, we got the old bus mm. that they, they was power They're used. still using today. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. Kuhao had the yeah, picture. Yeah, we get the new one. Yeah, I had the picture. <laughs> we had the old bus. That's the Hanaku bus. So how did no that No more on camera in that little mirror thing. No, no, no more already. No. Oh, no more, yeah. no more AC. No more nothing. No, nothing. I think for me, just hearing the Hanaku concept, like I, you know, in the beginning, I was like, why are you why are you going to call them Hanaku for? And we were talking about doing this event, <coughs> Hanaku, basically, mm-hmm. what it turned into now. But Amazing. I would think that just the idea of like, you know what? We're going to reclaim these words. These words is our words. Yeah. And we're going to rebrand these words. No ma- 
no, actually re-own these re-own words these for words. ourselves. So as far as Hanukkah currently, what, what would you say it is currently? So when I when I came into the position that, I, that I'm in, which is the um, executive director of Alakukui. Alakukui. The most beautiful place in Hawaii. Nice design. <laughs> Alakukui, which is a nonprofit organization that's a retreat center also. Um when we when I came into that space and we wanted to create an event that celebrated our hunters and gatherers and fishermen, um, we wanted to reclaim that title of Hanaku because it if you look at the term Hanaku, it it is it has nothing it is nothing negative to it. So Ku, of course, is the god Ku, Ku Kanelono. Kanaloa, yep. but Ku is also to stand up straight, stand up tall. Ku has to do with ascension, ascending upward. And that's why you can't have wars. Exactly. No, no that's why. <laughs> I mean, not, 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 you know. So uh, if, our ali'i, if our Ali'i wanted to, you know, overtake another Aupua or another island, they would pray to the god cool because they wanted to ascend you know to a different level oh move up yes move up so cool had to do with that idea of ascension so cool has to do with ascension and hana okay so hana hana is work yeah but hana with mm. the kahako over the a has to do with a more um elevated type of work a more mindful type of work. Oh, work towards something great. Yes, mm. mindful, you know, having intention behind the work that you do. Ooh, I'm going to start saying them like that from now on. Hana. Hana. What we do is not just Hana, it's Hana. There you go. Mm. Well, you pull Hana, you pull Hana. Hana. <laughs> <laughs> At least you get there. Hana. <laughs> but so, so, yeah, so Hana Ku had to do with this. Um, a mindful intention to mm. ascend. Wow. To ascend upwards, you know, yeah. to ascend to work. another. Do the work that to needs do to the ascend. Work, to put, yes. in, put in that good intention and do the work to move. That's how you end up loving work. Exactly. Mm. And so, you know, in my mind, I was like, this is Hanaku. Ooh, I love it that. is not Ooh. about the freaking old bus we got or the yeah. secondhand Mm-mm. textbooks that, that we got. No, work we doing. Hanaku is the work that we're doing. And so when I looked at our community, it had to do with our hunters and fishers, mm. fishermen and gatherers who had all of this freaking knowledge, yeah. knowledge passed down generations to generations within a family that was kept for a particular ahupua, mm. our particular zone, a wow. particular fishing spot that... You cannot like you cannot learn that knowledge anywhere. That's like the lehua of everything. Well, like that hana is like, it's like what everybody's pushing nowadays. All these motivational speakers they talk about enjoying the struggle or loving the work or enjoying that the work, the friction in order to get to get ahead. David Goggins is running. He's spitting out old Hawaii ways already. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, The the love of working towards something better. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So to me, it was like. All of, you know, our current hunters, our current fishermen, 
they have this knowledge, they have this practice that they've been handed down um, that you cannot go college for. You yeah. cannot buy a degree right. for anywhere. Like you have to be born literally into this family and grow up with the uncles. You have to be, grow up with the uncles and the, you know, the, un- the grandpas and the aunties that taught you all of those things about this place. And so that, to me, was Hanaku. Mm. Not the textbooks, not the old buses, not all of the things that we grew up thinking. That's different already. Yeah. Different knowledge. And so, it's sometimes like the, the, that ancient knowledge or the indigenous knowledge of the, of the said place is, it's like they changed what we're supposed to learn. We were all learning this, not we, but, you know, Hawaii's people were learning this path and this correct way to how to live pleasantly in Hawaii, how it should work in, in harmony. And then they changed the history. We had to learn about American, like the Comanches yes. yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Because right. I remember learning all that stuff. The Native American. Right, Native all this Indians. different history, you know what I mean? And then we had one kupuna that would come and you would say, Aloha, Aloha And they would come in and we would spend half an hour we'd play ukulele and then she would leave. Yeah. Hey, you know, the kupuna program was actually started. Grandma's. Because of... Grandma Edith. Our grandma. Oh, yeah. wow. No way. Yeah. Wow. She started the whole Kupuna program actually coming into each of these schools and like creating that connection between the next generation, which is kind of funny because I don't know this until like maybe like maybe two, three years ago or something like that. Mm. But that said, Kupuna Damsley was my Kelkoha Kupuna. Yeah. For yeah. us was Kupuna Helekahi. Yeah. In Hana. That's anyway, right. so Hanaku started like that. And so I was like, okay, how do I get, how do I get our, our local fishermen, our local hunters and gatherers, how do we elevate that practice that they do that they feel like is like regular? Like, yeah. We know those people. And it's just the we know those people. We know what they do. They know what they do. And it's regular. Like, yeah, yeah. They don't it's nothing understand. special. Like, we, I was just talking, we were talking about it with the, in the last podcast, like, Fogwa is something You know what I mean Oh yeah we were saying that Like this is This is something that's like We're supposed to think Is so great But when But when fresh Akuli poke It's made the day Of For the whole party Is of the highest level Of ingredients Yeah Yeah We have We have these like Sturgeons that Have these great Caviar, right? That mm-hmm. everybody in the world, love it. but we have limus that are better than that. Exactly. I, I'm not gonna lie, this is the first time that I ever did it because you know, if you look into the history books, um, I feel like a lot of hula dancers they live, I mean, back in the day, they lived around the kuahu or around the hail that they had to take care of. Mm-hmm. And so, that said, I'm yeah. not sure what their food or diet was because it mm-hmm. does up there or at these hails, it was like assigned to that area. So, I've always thought about this. I was like, what was their diet? Mm. But whenever you would have like these magical situations like Kahana Bay, Kahana Bay would have like the akule like right there. And then all of a sudden the akule, it just gets butterfly. They dry it and you get to eat this like delicacy. So oh, it shaves. It's work too. Your hands get all poked when you're taking them out of the yeah, net. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, bleeding yeah, no, for this fish. Yeah, that's you give. You got to give a little bit for that. But yeah, no, it's... Um, Jay's dad, uh, Fanny Kamakala, 
he was one of them that just rounds up the nicest Akula in the Bay. And he sent a bunch. He sent like 30 of them. So the other day, the day before Father's Day, we ended up just like butterflying, well, scaling, cleaning, gutting, butterflying. And then we put them into the dehydrator. And I told my mom, I was like, Mom, these came from Kana Bay. It's a rare thing to see my mom excited <laughs> about, you know, like certain types of foods. And she's like, oh, that came from Kana? I'll have one. She doesn't even eat a kule. Like, you know, if you give her a kule from KTA, she can be like, mm, nah. But you give her a kule from Kana Bay mm-hmm. with a story attached mm-hmm. to it, then she's into it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's these practices gotta, that got to get tied down to each of these areas and be able to continue generationally after that, just like Hanaku. Right. And so it's it's definitely the guys who are doing those practices that need to be uplifted, that need to be told like, brah, you know, those, the kids who is like, dad, are you serious? We got to go fucking out and, go, you know, turn it again. Or we got to like, you know, pay attention. Everyday they, look. Yeah, they gotta be uplifted and be and and held to you know this level of like, you guys have this knowledge that nobody else can ever know. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot go anywhere and buy this knowledge. That is ingrained yeah. in you. That is taught to you, passed down generations. And no, so, even if you don't like it, you gotta pass it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. if you don't like yeah. it, you gotta pass it. Even though, yeah, because your son might like it. Like that I find myself Disney trip. not being a fisherman. You know, I suck it. A lot of stuff. So I, I'm not one fisherman, but my son is an animal exactly. with the fishing. And then my brother's like professional diver boy. So then like to not be, <laughs> not to have my son's hero be my brother, I got to start fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fishing all, every chance I get. And my son, you know, he's so good. Like we don't catch shit most of the time. <laughs> and he's just like, nah, dad, next time. I say, yeah, next, next time. time. Next time, next time, next time. But then... Molokai, we come across the pile, we get some barracudas, bro, just kakus, you know what I mean? And my son's like, yes, let's stay here the whole day, you know? And I'm like, fuck yeah, kid, I'm going to get sunburned today. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. I can't compete, bro. Nah, don't, even even look, don't even look, don't, don't even look. Don't even look. Dad, what's this fish? Like? It's a uku, son. You'll never see one from me. <laughs> but we'll go talk to Uncle Justin. Maybe you give us one. <laughs> Uh, that's the thing to me uh, I, I, you know I think about it now and just in the idea of like teaching the next generation how to fish you gotta think about it a little bit it's a practice of optimism oh yeah 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 every single time you try in a Malta and you'd be like no no watch you can catch one okay next one yeah you're next a fisherman yeah yes, no that's you go I, a lot I, I embrace the practice of optimism and it's the same thing when it comes into business it'd be like hey don't get knocked down you get back up you do that again that's a good time. Yeah. There you go. So when you go down to Lilio Kalani Gardens and you sit on the bench yep. under the tree, you can see the fish when it comes up. Yeah, on they the bubble water, up. It's silver. Yep. Yeah, you can see like these silver streaks. Yeah. But it's really beautiful right now. You guys should go have picnics down oh, there. Oh, I, I went the other morning and I saw a bunch of people over yeah. there. And it's crazy. And but but I think even more so. I wonder about the generations of people that 
continue to do that because it's not the fishing that feeds them it's the actual practice of doing so that feeds them mm-hmm. yeah and so like you know just going out there and being optimistic every day that's the thing that makes like those little carves in your brain you yeah. know so it's definitely the ritual the consistency right. yeah that has yeah. to that's happen what, that's, day after day that's what culture is yeah well that way you get the opportunity that comes once in a lifetime like my brother to bring him up again he just swam with a pod of sperm whales like a little while ago and you only get those <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know I, if that's the I noise they make. Is that the noise? Is that the noise? To, is I it just a, have to throw that sound in there. I feel like that's the sound that they make. It, like it sounds it's like a bird by the <laughs> next to. <laughs> okay, I, t- I take back my sound. I, 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 I take back my sound. I risk my, sound my, I risk in my sound. But you need to be in the ocean often in order for that yeah, to happen to you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got to be steady. Yeah, and I like. Everybody that's good at what they do, they practice, practice. They're hardworking. They get exactly. at it. I, mean, I only say that because, you know, I've seen him wrestle in Ulua. And I've heard the stories about him. And so, you know, that guy's a legend, period. High level. So to be able to see somebody just do his practice at that level, that's already amazing. Yeah. And for me, if I just did a little, ooh, that, that's literally just because of the fact that I'm like, I hope. Just to get to ten percent of this person's level, oh, if he I can, can get, do, he can do so many animal calls. No, that guy he can talented. do elk, like female elk, goats, sheep. Freaking, he tricks fish into coming in close with little. <laughs> oh, he called. He called all of them. He called the Pigs. little one. He called the mama. He called the dad. Yeah. No, see, I mean that comes from somewhere. Yeah, you know, and and it, you know, he. He was born with with the um, tendencies mm. that you weren't born with. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's a part of DNA, and it's a part of growing up and learning stuff. So when you come back, when we circle back to Hanaku, yeah, it Start was it was um, kind of like celebrating and elevating those guys who um, are committed to the ritual, are committed yeah. to the day to day. And enjoy that practice and enjoy going out there and um, just being a part of that space and being a part of that practice. So Hanukkah was about about them and about that, celebrating that. But also we brought in this other aspect that was pretty cool. And, you know, I got to credit Kuhao for um, planting it in in my brain is... Bringing it, okay, now nah, he said, nah. You was, can take him, you can take him. <laughs> was bringing in the chef aspect and bringing in the chefs, these Hawaii chefs who had a respect for that kind of gathering, for that kind of knowledge, and um, a love for creating and for um, putting in the time and the effort into food. And so, I mean, Hanaku was born out of this this kind of symbiotic relationship between gatherer and chef. You Great know. finish, the finished product. Yeah, it was beautiful. And we put them together for a weekend, and it was just like magic. 
Yeah, the, obviously the glue is alcohol, but um, you know, <laughs> it's the added. It's the added. Um, yeah, it's additive. Yeah. It's additive. But portion. it's like uh, you know, all these chefs, including the two that are in here, like we said earlier, they gather up the best ingredients around them, yeah. and, and then if you can find the best families. Well, that can look, the, even if you like get, even if you get the product, some people blow it. Because that's what was caught. That what, that's what would happen that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking the dining room. No, like being in Hana. Like I'm a visitor. I'm an outsider in Hana. Like I, like humbling. For me, it is humbling. For me, it was humbling. It's a competition. This, this. Modern, the modern relationship that chefs have with food is like, we want to get as close to the food as possible. We don't know the farmer. Right. We don't want to know the person who killed the thing or whatever. You know, like, and then you know the freaking guy that would kill the thing because yeah. he's right there right by you. And that was the most local experience I've ever had. As much as I've met farmers and as much as I've met ranchers or whatever, that was the most hyper local experience I've ever had. And then after the event, then Uncle comes and he's got like a bucket this big full of prawns from his honey hole. And you never had prawns that sweet in your life. And this is after everybody's gone home, and it's just the people who worked the event get to taste this thing. And Sony and I talked about this. Like, there's very few people in the world eating this who have Specific experienced prawns. this. Best prawns. ingredient. Yeah. yeah. I prepared like Prawn the way yeah. he prepared it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uncle's recipe, or it's probably not, it's probably uncle's grandma's recipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> no, that popcorn shrimp. Oh, anyway, keep going. Okay. Yeah, but no, like this is. <laughs> so my my experience was what you were talking about the inward and the outward like you know you, how you design this logo that was like triangles pointing in but the negative space is kind of pointing out uh, that really brought it home because we brought in our like you know technical yeah. experience but they brought in like uh, this pork is still warm <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, Gooch didn't um, want to kill it so we just killed it right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, honestly, as a, as a chef, that's the closest I've ever been to the food and the source, <laughs> the source of it all. And that experience. Amazing, amazing experience. Yeah. I have the knowledge of, like, you were talking about the pipicola, like, getting to hear about, like, specifically. Exactly, yeah, how it's prepared in that specific place. How it's dried. Yeah. On the hot rocks yeah, down yeah. the yeah. beach. So the same has been, like, one of the things that I've been trying to do for a long time, and I've finally come to a point where, like, I'm happy with my pipicola. A large part was because of the conversation I had with your Would you like me yeah. to Wait, take some to Hana tomorrow? I don't do it anything near what he does, which I asked him, like, oh, we hang them, we salt them, we hang them, like, for a couple, like, a week, maybe a couple of weeks, and then when we go to the beach to go, like, fish or whatever, we throw them on the hot rock, and that just dries it all perfectly. I was like, oh, my God, like, it's simple and brilliant. I remember this story. Yeah. yeah, and like it's like it's just this like it changed the way I thought about my process. Like I said, my process has nothing. To, it's not similar. It's similar, but it's not what he does. But like he was totally affected by that conversation I had at that patio. Yeah, I mean, so this is this is Mark Pomaski. Can you like 
just explain Kuhao who Mark Pomowski is. And Mark Pomowski. So I, I, I only have I only have major. He's a major. I swear. But I only have one story for me that like kind of like put things. Choke stories, Kuhao. Oh, I get choke stories. No, you you have choke stories actually. But I I have one story that for me like you know. I saw the restaurant that it was before. It wasn't called Moon and Turtle. It was yep. called um, Full Moon Cafe. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank, yes. thank you, thank you. I needed that. And so for me, it was just the understanding that there was this, you know, restaurant up there. It was kind of me. For me, I have a bias against restaurants that um, are Chinese or Asian or whatever, and they serve French fries. Whenever they serve, fries, oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> You almost choked. Yeah, no, get choked out there. And I'm not hating on you guys. It's all good. I'm sure you guys do great food. But I'm just saying that, like, as soon as as I see French fries, I'm like, can't you just focus on the lemon chicken? No. No, no, cannot. So, for me, it was actually Ryan Cadora. And Ryan Cadora just was like, hey, you know what? Let's go check out this restaurant. It's right around the corner from where your office is. And I was like, really? No way. I tried every restaurant around. And he's like, no, just try out this one restaurant. It's called Full Moon Cafe. And I was like, I tried that restaurant. It's terrible. Oh, no. No, I tried. Yeah, no, that's why. And I was like, no, they have burgers over there. And they have Chinese food. I don't like that place. I'm over it. And then he's like, no, no, no. Let's just go. Let's walk up there. And then so we walked up there and we checked it out. And then you guys had a few dishes. I don't even know what the main dishes were at the time when you guys are still full moon. We're figuring ourselves out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fe- it was a feeling process, and then it wasn't until a little bit later when they changed your name to Moon and Turtle, and then I went up there, and then I was like, just you know, doing my thing, at, drinking at the bar, and then just asking the story between Ted, Mark, and Sony, like, so what does this whole Moon and Turtle thing mean? I don't, I don't even understand what it means. And then they just came back with the most unbelievable story that I, I I still hold with me to this day, which is basically moon, the highest of the highest of elements. No matter what ingredient you wanted to find, it's at the top of the level. And then in that time, you have the turtle, which is the most humblest of humblest. And for some reason that night, we had the... Um, oxtail soup, which is the humblest of the humblest, closest to the earth. And then we had a Vuv bottle. You're welcome, Vuv. I'm waiting for my collaboration. <laughs> but <laughs> we had the Vuv bottle, and it was just a combination between the highest of elements as far as the Vuv and these select <laughs> grapes, and then the most humble of elements of the oxtail. And these two together, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. It was just like this last Father's Day when I had the, the oxtail. I had dried akule this past Father's Day. I had dried akule and vuv. It was amazing. So that said, anyway, I'll just end this off with, that was my introduction to <coughs> Mark and Sony. But that's full circle. So from like Moon and Turtle. The, the Hanaku concept and Moon and Turtle are almost the same because they're about bringing worlds together. Exactly. Opposite ends of the world together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why I wanted you to intro, you know, Moon and Turtle because, because like our our kuainas are like Hanaku Ainas who you know like Our specialties the popcorn shrimp. Yeah, exactly the popcorn shrimp. The you know the the prawns, the the corner crabs, the you know whatever they they caught for us. On those weekends, 
that's their specialties. We know them, but and we get to experience them. But when you pair that, like when you pair that generational knowledge that they hold with these chefs who like love and adore and you know all of these these ingredients and the stories it's just like freaking amazing shit that happened um and, and like you eat it too i mean i think we like you and i like we didn't realize what was really going to happen we were just like oh i realized what was happening whatever i realized we was eating the best exactly and we was drinking the best and he we was, was like, partying with the best we'll, we'll go get my friend let's let's get my friend chefs together we'll go eat we'll go party no yeah but there was like levels of you know levels of things that were happening during those Hanukkah weekends that we didn't even think about that were going to happen that like inspired chefs that inspired fishermen inspired hunters to just be you know um you know motivated with their practice and um happy with what they do and inspire to do more and push forward their own practices, which was, you know, like... That's the goal. Which was the goal, and, you know, I mean, we're just, like, blown away by it. It's to build the value in these products and these processes so that we can start to cultivate, so that people understand how much it costs and how valuable it is. So if we make it the best... If we if we all say Hawaii has the best ingredients in the world, you okay? It can't get too popular because we only have so much. Right? Exactly, it's it's got to understand like look supply and demand. The supply is very low, and we're only now understanding. And because you guys are willing to pay more, ex- exponentially more for these very rare, wonderful products. So what happened was then people will be like. I want to grow the sweet prawns. I want to make sure. Let's make sure that they don't make sure disappear. this seaweed yeah, doesn't yeah. disappear. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. make Only sure that so water much. runs from Malka to yeah. Makai. Uh, yeah. No yeah. ditches. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's the bigger picture. Yeah. Right, and that's the and and right now that's the pressure these chefs have is right. The, they have to sell it at the highest dollar without pissing off their customers. Exactly. Right? You guys have your customers. You have your customers. In Hilo, the, the price is pretty low compared to on the west side. We can raise the price a little bit so we can give a little more. But how much are we going to, you know what I mean? you got to yep. understand that there's a limit. Like, yep. price up me and Casey the use the, the local ribeye from Kulana. There's only how many every week. They don't have enough to fulfill the order. Like, there's not enough ribeyes that come off the big and, island. And you were the one that turned me on to him. You were like, hey, look, because you were trying to build the demand so he would actually do the program. I was trying to order so, from you. I know. I we only have so much. <laughs> There's only so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. But That's great, though. Yeah. So, like, that- he tells me about it, and then we get all hooked on it. Then he's on it. Then I'm like, okay, I, I want 50 a week. He's like. No, there's not. Yeah. There's not fifty. No can. There's no can. not that much. You have to charge more. So you have to charge more so that we can afford the next processing facility to start the next program to, so that more farmers can grow more. We're gonna fish, get shut down. We're gonna get cows. shut down by ECA. 
This whole podcast can be shut down. We went ruthless tonight. We went bro. in. Tonight. I went, we went ruthless. In. I, I don't like normally. To, I'm I under influence of all kinds of things. I would just like to say we are at 106. Should we set the cutoff point at 130? Okay. Yeah. 130? We'll set the cutoff point at 130. No matter if you want to hear, if you don't want to hear, that's what we're doing. We're doing an hour 30. We usually do an hour, but we're going to do an hour 30 tonight. So, Casey, you're starting this next section off. Is that like elevated effort? Exactly. A step further. You take it a step further, right? Yeah, it's elevated work. Elevated work. work you with think purpose. you was good. Work with purpose. Previous. Work with intention. No, and then they come up with this book. I think they it's like purpose given life or something. You know, the purpose driven life. And they all, I even listen to these like Harvard Business Reviews and they talk about all these like new ways of doing business. Meanwhile, this is how I think Hawaii was already doing all these things. We was. Was, was. Yeah, yeah, no. You never even hear about Verna's yet. Yeah. But the previous understanding of Hanaku was like country, country smart, country bumpkins, country bumpkin. and that's why we're redefining back, it. So it was yeah. like back country. You know, bumpkin? when you whenever you think bumpkins? of back country, you Where's think of bumpkins? simple, yeah, 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 simple minded, simple understanding. When I heard that, I thought of like this this idea of like country smarts, or like when you think like which is from the country exactly. is there. You go. That's I think they're an idiot, but they fucking they, they're that is exactly what it is. They're a bit more rough and tumble, but they, they know exactly. their place and they're gonna yeah exactly like yeah the country. The person who knows the country. No, Mark, it, that's exactly what yeah. it is. When you distill it down, it's it's the essential. It's the essential um, intelligence that is needed to to um, push forward. Um, a population, yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing. It's the concept of the fact that, like, oh yeah, no, these country bumpkins, but no, these are people that know their aina yeah, so well. So, fuck your Whole Foods, whatever. Yeah, I don't need. Never mind. I know my shit right here. I get my Whole Foods right here, exactly. right here in the bay. And so that's that understanding of Hanaku. It's like being able to elevate, like what you said, Casey. It's being able to elevate yourselves to be able to understand your own aina to that level. Yeah. The seasons. The so seasons. The seasons, the tides. The summer. Yeah. The sunsets. Moritz Perpicale Point. Correct. I correct, started correct, to notice correct. that over there the years. And then when it goes into fall, it's Winter. in between Mauna Loa and Mauna Kea. It's there you go. So more look, more if, south. If your son, 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 your son, Many multiple generations have the same lifestyle as you. Surf in the morning, you know, work with local foods and have this kind of very community-oriented mindset. If you do that for generations, what is he going to notice? What way, kind of details is he going to have? Way fucking more than that. Right, right. And that's only like a few, that's only like a few grandpas back. No, it's yeah. Only, you know what I mean? Like The details. They, they were... Voice people was here by themselves for a thousand years. I mean, that's what it is. Like nowhere else. What what is happening is what is we are or these these brothers are seeing exactly what their kupuna were seeing fucking thousand generations before them. They see the exact thing and they understand exactly what they see quickly. And it's and so that continuance happens. And there's, there's, I mean, there's strength in that. There's magic in that. And then when you pair it with guys like Mark Pomowski, when you pair it with guys like Sheldon Simeon, mm-hmm. 
It's just like Dave Powers. <laughs> I just gotta throw Dave Powers in there because he made the yeah. best drink. He made the best drink for me the last time. We gotta get Dave Powers well, they, over. They, Let's they, get Dave they, Powers into you. We gotta get Dave Powers on a coop. Yep. They take the, rum. the ingredient to the highest level. You're taking it to, to its end. maximum potential. Exactly. Like this is how good it is. This is how good it could be. Exactly. Yeah. And I think so. that, that that's a part of it is like, you know, we've all figured out our own rounds to be able to be successful within our own rounds. That's awesome. That's great. And then whenever I show up to, you know, Napua, I, 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 I'm told, like, don't, don't, don't come yet. Wait, hold on. <laughs> and, then, and then whenever I show up to Moon and Turtle, the same thing is like, hey, uh, I have a spot in like the next 20 minutes. Hold on. <laughs> and so I appreciate that because that's signs of success. You know, that's, all, that's always great. I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't trying to make your that. experience exactly. the best it can be. But when you have the opportunity to be able to connect to the land and have these Hanaku moments where Gooch got to kill a pig. And skin. Or got, if you guys gotta, we get pictures. Way, I don't want to talk about the soup. I don't want to talk about every the soup. other week. Exactly. I want to talk about the soup that Sheldon was talking. That Sheldon made me help him with. But never mind. <laughs> never mind about the, the soup. But about the fish and everything. It's like that's the connectivity because it's the connectivity of having the levita that was over there to catch the fish, then having the chef that's over there to be able to chef it for you. That's what subsistence is. So how do we keep pulling that off on a regular basis? And even more so, how do we up our prices to be able to facilitate that same kind of actions regularly? It starts with, like, the very infrastructure, water, pasture. There you go. Very beginning. Got to start in the very... We're not going to be politicians, enough. though. We're we're poet. We're I poet. cannot. I said so much shit. Yeah, no, I was talking shit, too. So. You can do it. I think you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I would vote for Brandon Lee. Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. For office. I, I would careful. prepare food for your fundraising. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we would all prepare food. I would you, sign you petitions. Exclusive Aloha shirt. No, but... Hey. <laughs> I would oh, vote. Oh, I would oh, vote. Oh, hey. All you need is shoes. I would vote for Brandon Lee. Let's wow. vote for Brandon Lee. Yeah. You cannot. No, yeah. be silly. Vote. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> when Buzz returns five. Many heads. Yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I would not. You know, like, if you're a... Uh, uh, Politician like that, I think like the best politician focus on the ideas, guys. On the ideas, doesn't, doesn't even like you don't get voted for it. Just that's who should be. You know what I mean? And I'm not smart enough. There's gonna be somebody one day that comes that everybody knows that guy should be leading. That's what I mean. I don't, that, no, I don't know if that happens. No. Country smart, like, I'm the smartest guy in the world. Go on, like, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, That's it. I say we put it up to one, two, three show. Uh, <laughs> That's the kind of Rock, stuff. paper, scissors. Yeah, I would legalize chicken fighting right off the bat. <laughs> That's <laughs> economic resilience no, right there. I see that. I see that. That's so good. No, That's so hey, good. Agriculture, firsthand. Agriculture, everything right there. A lot of taxes for collect. Culture. Yeah. Thunderdome in Hawaii. Thunderdome, yeah. Build an arena. A chicken fight. Hey, you uh, would, would you would, would get, get a whole new like a whole new population voting. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm. You gotta get the amigos to come in and that just be like you know all the chicken all fighters would be freaking you know, voting. voting. They would be at the polls. 
I think like it's it's what a oh Kioni is a Kioni's like that's another level. He's like Moses, that guy. He's fucking unbelievable when he speaks, which is very few times he's gonna say something real. I have to listen, yeah. But you fill in every other moment. Yeah, when he says jump, I start working on my calves or start pressing them. Silent, he's silent, but he starts super high. Yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we about we have about fifteen minutes. We can fill it up with whatever you guys want. But I do want to ask a question because only Casey asked a question about how he's an influence of Hilo. And I didn't ask you guys this question so you guys can think about it in the meantime. But we're going to start off with Kali. How has Hilo influenced you currently or in your job or whatever you feel at the moment? How has Hilo changed your trajectory currently right now? I mean, Hilo has been... Hilo is like my second home. So my mother is from Hana, Kipohulu Hana. And then my, my father is from Hilo, Keokaha, Kau, Hilo. Well, Kohala. Kohala. And so um, Hilo is like my second home. And Hilo is the place where I came to to learn hula. I grew up learning hula. And then when I came here, it was like the solid solidification of hula oh solidification right i could uh, yeah we're, we're gonna signify that word <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what signify means but we're gonna so, signify that word real deep right so, now so so hilo was the place that kind of um projected or um propelled it yeah it literally propelled me because i came Graduated from Hana School, Hanaku, you know, green and gold. Hanaku. Hanaku, we graduated in 1950. 1850. <laughs> 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 graduated Hana School, you know, and then came, came Hilo, went to UH Hilo. You know, and um, yeah, no, I came, I came here to, to go to college, to lived First with, year. lived in the freaking room next to Kuhao. It's my bigger sister, yeah, oh, you guys are super close, super yeah. close, like fucking Kuhao. He used to use my shave gel, I'll be like, <laughs> for what? No. Yeah, Peace. for I don't, don't want to ask this question for what, but you know, I'll the, like, let's just use that as a testament I'll to how like, close. You know, the concept of, like, we brought her and sister. Shave gel is expensive. Like, what the hell you were doing with that shit? Yeah. Like, and I'm Chinese. I don't have any hair. You still got all so your hair on your body. You got to use the good gel. It's a lot more uh, of an experience. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You got to use the leg hair type gel. Forget your Chinese hair. So thick. Yeah. This is the best episode so far. I just let you know. Stay Hilo. So... Came Hilo, lived with Auntie Nalani, and went to UH Hilo. And then, of course, a part of being here and going to school is being in Halau, being Halau Kikuhi. And my dad always told me, he was like, from when I was small, it was ingrained in my head, you go in school, UH Hilo, you go and take hula from your aunties. was always. And even when I did something bad when I was small, he's like, you better not do that. I'm going to send you Hilo. You can go back Hilo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send you Hilo. You're going to you so Hilo. you in like the summers too? Maybe before you graduated? No. Oh. I mean, we, we would come and visit. We would come and visit. But 
I was the youngest in the family. I was the youngest kid in the family. So my older siblings, Haunani, who was sitting over here, my, my older brother Kema, my older brother Kiala, they were the ones who would always come. They would always come summers. They would stay with cousins and stuff. But I wasn't the one. I wasn't the one who came all the time because I was the baby. So I'd stay home with mommy and daddy. So literally, when I graduated from high school, and my dad was like, "You going? You going to Hilo?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." Went to Hilo, started to take hula, and um, loved it. Like that was my jam. Wow, that was my jam. I mean, I grew up dancing hula too with our local halau in Hana. But you know, when I started taking hula, that was my jam. And well, then, like, it's funny because like I have daughters, like we are kids, like we we all. So it's actually you guys don't only me and Casey and you guys to think about like what they get into you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. something they it's in them it's not in us like yeah. no matter what I, I tell them to be into daughter. oh you do that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 uncle daughters are cool because you start at eight years old it's pretty cool it's like I'm not gonna say that but I adopted I, it's it's all good like I I definitely Hanai Hanai oh yeah yeah you got heavy, it heavy. yeah kids are awesome yeah, yeah but so, you you know you don't know get to pick what they're into. You don't get to pick. It's in them. You liked it. DNA. Wow. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Genetics. So it's a part of me. Like, yeah, I was, I was, I was into it. And so taking hula and then being around family that I wasn't around because my older siblings were around them. So being around Ohana and hula, which was ingrained in our Ohana. Um, living with auntie, auntie folks and Kohao guys um, going to college, that all just was like a time period in my life that just like shaped my projection. It totally shaped where I was going to go. And so that was Hilo for me. And so Hilo is always second home. Hilo is always super comfortable here, but Hilo was the place that helped to shape that that road, that projection where I was gonna go. Wow. Yeah. That's like the Hana of like a lady's version of what they were doing. Like it's it's the work. I mean, it's stud- it's a martial arts. I would say hula is a type of martial arts. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. for sure. It's a yeah. type of like body control and all that stuff, but for you to continue to make discipline. sure discipline. Discipline, right. Discipline. Yeah. Shout out to Albino <laughs> and Preto because you know we're going to do that pretty soon. And then oh. apparently I'm supposed to start rolling pretty soon. You see how that goes. Sure. But I would just like to say, I would, I would just like to add, actually, is the fact that, um, you know, coming from Hana and then being able to learn Hello Kikuhi Kahiko, how did that edit or do you feel that that changed any of your trajectory coming from Hana? Um, I think it added to it. It like... I had a pretty good solid foundation with the hula that I was uh, that I was in um, as a as a child, the halal that I was in as a child, and that I have to shout out um, Namahana Kalama Panui. She was my kumu growing up, and so that was the foundation. And so when I went into halaoke kuhi, it was just like it was not seamless, but it was like familiar. It was total familiar. Familiarity. Well, sim- sim- similarities between because your- the expectation, the level of dedication, oh, the hard. commitment that was needed was what I was used to as a kid growing up. And so... Um, what is it? it? It's hard. I mean, what is it like 
It's rough. It's what intense. Is it like, for real. It's, it's intense. Yeah. How many yeah. days of... Yes. No, actually, Casey. Okay, okay. There you go, Casey. So I was gonna ask Casey this because Casey actually, Casey has the third. He has. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, Casey, you have the third person perspective of things, so you hear of what Hello Kiku he needs oh, to yeah. do or needs to achieve in this specific amount of time. Oh, your wife that's yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. that's why. So I'm saying she yeah. was in the Myra. first. She, Myra. You know her. Yes, I'm saying the Hawaiian kind of things. I was, I was saying I that. Right. Yes. Anyway, so I was just saying, like, as far as like you know, Casey is concerned, he was a part of this. No matter if it's coupes or if it's Olena. So wait, you guys, you guys have to like go and pick and make. Yeah, we gotta take care of all of this, all of the processes. Same thing. Like you give the you give the credit to the men, but yet you guys have your own processes that you guys have to. What is that called? Protocol. 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 For sure. For sure. And this is this is our Ahu that we gotta take care of. But that's why I just wanted to hear from Casey because he got the third person. He got the. He got the exclusive. Yeah, what is it like, person? Bro? No, it's, perspective, and it's it's important. Like your perspective, Casey, is super important because of me being a kumu now. You know, trying to support, trying to support um, dancers. We need, like, we need the Casey's. Yeah, because what Casey would say, I was a little nervous because she had to drive to Kona, and like. Four in the morning yeah. to pick the coupes mm-hmm. on the reef. And I was like, what? Oh, so four in the morning on yeah. the certain night or whatever. Dark right? moon. Dark yeah. moon. Yeah. And then the Lauhala. She had to wash the Lauhala. Yeah. How long did yeah. your wife dance? <clears throat> like almost 10 years. Or maybe like. Yeah, it's intense. No, even my girls, like, I don't know. I don't know. I told them, like, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. You're in Hilo. It's a big deal. But it's a big deal because it's, I mean, it's practice, practices that are passed down, just like our fishermen and our hunters and our gatherers. You know, it's generational knowledge that needs to be passed down to the next generation. And it needs to be passed down correctly. Do you guys do do? Do you think more kids should be dancing hula? Yes. Oh, we should just Fuck be. Yes. We That's should. A perfect entry. Every kid should be. You guys think every Hawaiian kid should be in hula? Well, not every, but <laughs> you know, like because because yeah. everybody has everybody their, can start though. Everybody can start. Everybody we'll can start after and that. have an intro, but you know, everybody has their. Their jam that there's like yeah I'm good at that or I like that, and then some yeah. are like oh like my daughter she can swim man she could swim right from the get go like didn't even have to teach her she could swim yeah I want I watch s- your daughter do bull hunting and all oh, the yeah. all the kind of things I'm like oh I I would love to have her as as a student as a student of you know this kind of thing so I think I think in my mind okay okay uh, I'm um get a little bit deep right now. Real brief, real brief, real brief, real brief. <laughs> I just let you know. I'm giving the pre- <laughs> I gave the prelude. Okay. All I want to know is that everybody within this room, as well as within this island, 
is more comfortable about creating something and putting it out there in the world world rather than commenting on something that somebody else created. Because at the end of the day, what story are you going to choose? Are you going to choose a story that you commented on something that somebody else created? And you can think about it. It's up to you. (laughs) Or is your story the person that created something that somebody else commented on? So think about that narrative and put it into your head. Think about if it came from white people, if it came... uh, I'm uh, sorry. It's new. I, I gotta edit that part out. But if think about it, if it came from wherever it came from, if it came from colonization or whatever you want to say, let's put that together and think about it. Like the ideas that rest within your mind are actually very valuable. So let's push these ideas out into the public. Yeah. And like actually have it as a platform, no matter if it's Hanaku, no matter if it's Cafe Pesto, and- no matter if it's Komano Farms, Hama. Ham Akua. Or, or, or Moon and Turtle. So, that said, hey, love all you guys. It's beautiful. It's amazing. We keep on going. We, we got another three minutes to go before we hit that hour and 30 minutes. So, let's I would just, keep going. I would just like to say, like, this room is full of the people that in, enjoy the work. We all enjoy the work. I'm inspired. Because it's tough, man. It's tough. It's a tough But I tell you, you job. show up every day. What else do you do? Work. Yeah, just work. I mean, I think like, I think we we sometimes in the in the want to strive for better, we forget how good it is right now, you know. And I think it was. Really let's enjoy the moment. Let's enjoy the moment. No, let's enjoy the work. Yeah. Enjoy the work. Enjoy the hana of yeah. the cool. That's right. Like if you want a cool, you gotta put in the hana. That's that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Let's just you know, call it. You know what I did at the restaurant? Yeah. I, I stopped people. I had a meeting and said, nobody calls the restaurant work anymore. Say restaurant instead of work. Sure. And that's a total thing. Like, oh, stop, we got to do the restaurant. Stop calling it work. I got to go to, I gotta go to the restaurant. That's it. Don't call it work. Because work's got a negative Don't call it a comeback. I got to go restaurant. That's super good. I'm telling you, hey, I, I do like this. That, Mark. I like that, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. All, right. All restaurant workers say that. <laughs> and by the way, if you're out there and, and you are listening, realize that everybody in the restaurant industry is trying our best. Are. We are trying so hard. There's so much people. There's nobody to work. It's really tough out there. Just realize we're trying. All we want to do is the best job. That's it. Just realize all this. No, but it's... it's it's a collective Hawaii that succeeds, and I think that's what we're talking about is like a collection of these products, right, and regions of yeah, the definitely. island and mm-hmm. communities that we can all be joined together as a collection that will be yeah. successful, right, mm-hmm. for, for the future generations so they can make a living. So based off of Casey's things, I'd like to say, (laughs) (laughs) We all had the same idea, though, right there. It was perfect. Hey, that's so good, though. But honestly, I think what it is is that you're hearing very candid ideas as well as candid candor. Intoxicated ones. Okay, let's just put that out there. So don't, don't be... 
Throwing out the hate. Solve blocks, solve problems. <laughs> hey, if you'd like to hate, it's up to you. Because I got a whole bunch of, uh, I got a whole bunch of hippie sandal hate today. <laughs> it's all good. But did anybody? And did anybody work for Nike? No, fuck that. No, never, bro. So I'm gonna just put that into there. Never. Hey, hey I'm, I'm, I'm Uha'o into. killer from Hilo. <laughs> I'm into you realizing your dreams rather than commenting Everybody on somebody trying. else's, all right? So Everybody just figure trying. that out. Yeah. So Everybody trying. That said, uh, thank you, everyone, for being here today. Thank you, Koe. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Sony. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Brandon. Here's a whole nother round. We did an hour and a half. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. So here's episode number. I don't know what, but... Mahalo to everybody. Stay Hilo. Yo! <laughs> Cheers, guys. One, two, three.